Yes, welcome in one and all. This is the Full 10 Yard Betting Podcast. We are looking ahead to week seven. Joining me as always, Adam Wolford, Liam Horsey. I am Timothy Monk. I am your host. Glad to have you all with us. And yeah, week seven. Um, I, I can't quite work out if um, the last couple of weeks have actually gone quite slow, but uh, I don't know if that's because it's the London games and it makes the Sunday seem a bit longer or, or whatnot. Or maybe that's just me going nuts because, yeah, <laughs> it is what it is, isn't it? Um, Adam, good evening to you, sir. How you doing? I'm all right. Thank you, mate. Yeah, busy one today, um, but got here for this. And um, yeah, I don't think the season's flown by, to be honest. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been a crazy one so far. And last week, obviously, was shocks of plenty. Shocks of plenty, indeed. Yeah, no unbeaten teams, which, uh, yeah, a couple of shocks there, making it very hard for the punters. Liam, how are you doing, sir? Yeah, all good. Thanks, mate. Cheers. And I think last week was our second best week of the season in terms of number of picks that were right. Not the best odds, but number of picks that were right. So maybe we're on an upward trajectory like Adam's Bengals. We'll see. Yeah, very, very maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, two out of uh, two out of six for me, but I did have Zay Flowers, 11 to five, anytime touchdown scorer. Three out of six for Adam, uh, and then three out of six again for Liam. So eight out of 18 altogether. But as always, fellas, plenty of room for improvement. We do start off, as we always do, Thursday night football. Uh, even money, the our Jacksonville Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence is a game time decision. So um, obviously watch the Lions, and you know, if you don't think he's going to go, maybe get on, you maybe want to be getting on the Saints minus one and a half or four to five money line. Over under 39 and a half did seem a bit low when I first looked at it, but obviously New Orleans defense at home, especially if Trevor Lawrence is not playing, um, should be able to get the job done there. But interested to see you hear your thoughts, Adam, on the game. Yeah, the um, listening to another podcast this week, uh, the Saints are unders in the last 13 games they've played. Um, so not expecting a cracker, to be honest, uh, <laughs> especially if it's CJ Beathard, uh, which frankly, I think it should be. Um, I don't know. Is are the Jags on by next week? I know they've had they've had a lot of travel and a lot of messing around these last few weeks. But um, obviously, London two weeks in a row, then back to back to Atlanta last week, and then obviously you got Thursday night this week. So I don't believe they've taken their bye yet. And so I wouldn't be surprised if they're off next week, and then that could just be the excuse to to rest no, Lawrence the, or the week after. Sorry, go on. So they got okay, so one more game after so this. Ten days. Bye. So yeah, mini, mini bye for this one, and then. Um, bye week after that. I, it's, it's a tough one, isn't it? With with Anthony Richardson going on IR now for the Colts. Um, obviously, the Texans look good, but that, that ruins the Colts' season, really. Um, obviously, the Titans, I don't think they're going to do much. So do you protect your guy for the future or do you play him in what is a winnable game? It's, it's a tough one for the Jaguars. I personally, I think he will miss out tonight um, on a short week, but we'll see on that one. Um, yeah, the... The Saints are a frustrating team to watch. They they move the ball well, but they're just not scoring the points. Um, so, the, the, arguably, you could say that it could click for them and they could score 25-30. Um, but from what we've seen so far, Derek Carr's Derek Carr. He'll do what he needs. He'll move the ball up and down the field, but he hasn't got that enough to take it to another level, whereas Trevor Lawrence does. So, if he plays, and I, I, I do think the Jags win, even, if, even though it's on the road on a Thursday night, which obviously is normally a risk, um, but yeah, it's probably going to be a fairly tight game. Um, I think Zay Jones is missing out again. Um, so I have had a, I, I've had a little mention of Tim Jones um, at decent odds uh, for the Jaguars, but I don't think he got a whole lot of touches this weekend. So it is a long shot. I think he was eight to one or twelve to one plus, um, just for a long shot, just for a bit of interest on the game. As I say, I don't think there'll be too many scores. So 
picking anyone to score a touchdown, I think it's going to be a bit risky tonight. But yeah, I I do like the um the the boost that you've gone with Tim. I think that's um a decent price for something that's not very difficult, frankly. Yeah, I'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, just uh, Jacksonville obviously at New Orleans this week and then uh, at Pittsburgh next week before their bye. I've just noticed on the uh, schedule that it's five o'clock um, next week. So obviously the clock's yeah, going back, going back for for the for the guys over the pile over the pond uh, next week. So that's that's always fun. And I believe that they're not changing them back from this year, are they? So that could be interesting. Um, it's been delayed, actually. Oh, is it? Oh, that's a shame. What do they? Yeah, the I was looking. That, I was looking for it recently. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's us turning them back next week. Uh, so we get one week at five o'clock, and then I think they're back to six o'clock after that. Uh, yep, that looks to be right. I was I was struggling to find. Do you know what? I was going through my fantasy team, trying to find a Jacksonville Jaguars like kind of schedule. And I, I, apart from, I think I only buy, I own Zay Jones, but I own no other Jacksonville Jaguars <laughs> any in, <laughs> in any league. But so that was uh, that was a, that was a longer search than, than I thought it was going to be. Uh, yeah, I think. Uh, the thing that f- for me in this game, even if CJ Beathard is is playing, I'm not necessarily too sure that um, with, with the run defenses on on either side, I think it would be fairly pass happy uh, in this game because I don't think there's going to be a lot of success on the ground. New Orleans obviously should be getting Jamal Williams back, also that's obviously worth noting. He's missed the last uh, month or so with a with a hamstring, I think it was, wasn't it? He's was, he's been on IR, but he's designated to return. But I think obviously with someone like Befford coming in, he's someone that is just going to be a bit of a gunslinger anyway. So and I think that's just the way you're going to kind of have to attack New Orleans because I don't think many of the teams. Are, it's going to be a lot of dump offs to to Avon Kamara for the Saints and Trevor Cetien looked really good last week as well. So I think um, if the running backs are going to do any damage, I think it may be in the passing game, third downs that they kind of get all that done there. So I, th- I think it, there'll be quite a lot of attempts in this game. But um, yeah, so I'll, I'll probably go overs in this one, regardless of if Trevor Lawrence is active or not. Um, but the bet I've gone for is a sky bet boost. It's each team to score points in the first quarter at nine to four. It is a boost. I can't remember. I think it's a boost from six to four. Uh, yeah, but yeah. I think, I think that's a really good. Um, you know, I haven't got any stats to back anything up for either for Thursday night football or for these teams in particular, but I just feel in the grand scheme of things to both score points, and that obviously includes field goals or safeties or whatnot, but um, I thought 94 uh, was a bit big. But yeah, obviously if Trevor Lawrence isn't playing, give me the Saints on the money line and the handicap and whatnot. Um, but yeah, again, I'm not I'm not quite kind of sure what condition Trevor Lawrence would be in, but I, I, think, I, I think I'll take the Saints to win this regardless. Um, because I just think at home they're just on, a, on a short week against either a banged up uh, Trevor Lawrence or a, a CJ beat hard. Um, I just I think it's probably in a in a good one here. What we've got each team to score fifteen plus points with evens. Yeah, pretty yeah, does. Yeah, I would like I say I, initially my my first thought when I saw thirteen and a half, um, did think it was a tiny bit on the low side. So I don't know if it's baking in the fact that we'll get in we're getting CJ Beathard, but um, yeah, give me the overs. Give me the uh, the Saints on the handicap, and I say yeah. Each team score points in the first quarter. Nine four is my is my favourite bet. Uh, Liam, your your thoughts on Thursday night football? Yeah, the line that places is now uh, two and a half as well, which is weird because there was talk, obviously, now that he's not certain to go. He's going to test it out one more time, but there's optimism that Trevor Lawrence is going to play. So I'm surprised the line is shifting out that way. But that's probably just because people betting on on him not being able to either start the game yeah. or finish the game. But uh, yeah. for me. My best bet, I've gone with brackets on our little sheet if, if Trevor Lawrence actually plays. Uh, Jags money line, which is five to four. Um, uh, that might actually, as the line gets up there, that might actually improve. But for me, yeah, if he plays, they're just such a better team than the Saints. Um, 
my co-host on our podcast says that the Saints are the most boring team to watch in football, which I don't think is uh, probably wrong after last week. Uh, and I just think, yeah, if he's 60%, 70% healthy and just is clever, manages the game well, doesn't use his legs and just throws it, like you said, against this defense, it's one of the best run defenses in the league. I think that they'll be able to win the game. I just don't think Derek Carr... And he does have these games where he'll just have a 350-yard passing game. They'll score four touchdowns. He, he has a couple of them every single season, but yeah, more often yeah. than not, he doesn't. So for me, I think if uh, Lawrence plays, then that that's the bet. If he doesn't play, I do. Uh, I'm on your line of thinking. I do like the over 19 and a half receiving yards for Travis Etienne, um, which is like the Chiefs game. His line was 26 and a half, and uh, he's had one really big game in the air as well since then. So it is odd that this line is 19 and a half. Um, I don't know if that's because of the Saints' defense or what, but yeah, I think if. Trevor Lawrence plays, or if he doesn't play, there'll be so many dump offs to the running backs in this game that I just think 19 and a half is a is a good line. Uh, and then another similar one to Adam, I think it's Brenton Strange, their backup tight end. Uh, he was 10 to 1 somewhere that I looked earlier. Uh, bit of a kind of big body red zone guy that if Trevor Lawrence plays, I'm happy with. But if he doesn't, that's the guy that the backup QB will throw a lot to in practice because the backup tight end. So, um, yeah, I quite like those odds as well as a bit of a Thursday night long shot. Dominic, Dominic D, um, thank you for for watching. He, he's hoping Nathan Rock gets a game. Who knows? Who knows? It's, it's Thursday night, Thursday night radio after, <laughs> after all. But um, yeah, there we go. Uh, let's move on then to Sunday night football. We have an absolute belter potentially in on the cards as the Miami Dolphins two and a half point underdogs travel to uh, the Kelly Green Philadelphia Eagles uh, two and a half point favourites. They say four to six on the line, five to four for the Dolphins over under here fifty one and a half, which again leads it to potentially be one of the better Sunday night football games because we've had some absolute stinkers uh, so far through week six weeks. <laughs> um, I quite fancy the overs in this one. No surprise there. I think, um, I, I mean, I tend to always, I, I don't know if it's just because I'm anti-Cowboys, despite being a Cowboys fan, but I always seem to pick the, either the Eagles on the handicap or an over or, or something like that. I, I just, I don't know if it's because I'm just trying to subconsciously jinx them. But uh, I think regardless, I think both teams are going to put points up here. Uh, over 51 does appeal for me. I'll probably take the Eagles on the handicap. No surprise. I'm I'm, just, I'm like Jack on the Dolphins, aren't I? Maybe, maybe I'm like, I've uh, been like possessed by the ghost of Jack. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Jack and just going for the Dolphins every week, but uh, for the Eagles every week. But who knows? Uh, Liam, your thoughts on this game? Should be a good one. Yeah, it should be a fun one. Yeah, I might stay up for uh, for this game yeah. as well. Which is not there's not been many of them <laughs> Sunday no. nights don't involve your own team. To be honest, um, yeah, my best bet straight off the bat: Eagles minus two and a half um, for me. If it gets to three, it's I'm not one of the people that's like if it's three, I'll just take my money back for a push. I'll probably find something else. I just don't enjoy us betting on three as much but you don't like um, you don't yeah. like getting your money back <laughs> no i want more than my money back that's what i mean um yeah so eagles minus two and a half i actually eagles minus five uh is six to four and uh, i found a funny stat earlier they've won more games by by between five and uh eight points than any team in the NFL on the last two seasons so uh, i don't mind minus five six six to four just because that covers you if they win by six with the going for two and all those sort of things later in the game but um yeah i just think this is similar to the bills game for me uh, i'm not a believer that dolphins can win the super bowl um just think they're slightly below those tier of teams even though the offense is really exciting to watch uh, and i just think the eagles will run it on them a lot in this game so i will be looking for some overs on their running backs and uh jay and hurts overs as well but yeah i think the best bet is uh eagles minus two and a half but i hope we get overs like you said because should be a fun game 
Yeah, we, you know, I say we, we definitely drew one. Like I say, I think out of the four units, the Miami Dolphins' defense has certainly been the most vulnerable. Uh, I know the, the, the yeah. Philadelphia Eagles' offense hasn't played uh, that great, or they've not that clicked. But you know, if, if the Kelly Green, if the Kelly Green uniforms aren't going to get you, going to get you cooking, I don't, I don't know what will. So, um, <laughs> add, add in your thoughts. Yeah, the Dolphins have conceded the seventh most points in the league so far, and they've played no one. The Chargers are the only decent team they've played all season. Obviously, obviously, they're not, the even, they're not even decent. Obviously, though. yeah, yeah, and the Chargers are two and Dallas four, Cowboy um, beam, which I, I, which I did actually want to have a rant about, but you know, I'll um, I'll, I'll leave that for now. Um, yeah, they've played obviously the Patriots, Broncos, Broncos have got the, one of the worst defenses in the league, Giants. Um, obviously the Bills and then the Panthers last week. Admittedly, they have been destroying the bad teams, which is a sign of a good team. Um, but they've the one good team that they played, they got comp- comprehensively beaten in. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm on the side of both of you guys. I'm on the over um, because obviously the Dolphins' offense is incredibly good. It's tough to it's tough to argue with that. Um, but yeah, they they do concede a ton of points. So I'm on on the overs, and I do think the Eagles are quite considerably a better team overall. Um obviously I don't know what's don't know what the news is with Lane Johnson. Um I should have looked that I up. I think before. he's good to go. He's fine. Yeah he's gonna play. Okay, nice. So that that doesn't uh, affect them too much. Um yeah l- last week was a bit of an anomaly for them. Obviously Jalen Hurts had a pretty terrible game. I th- I think around the NFL suggested that the Eagles should have won by eight um if uh things went to to plan like normal. Obviously, as I say, it was a bit of a shit-the-bed game for them. Uh, Tyreek Hill will probably score. He'll probably have 125 yards. AJ Brown will probably score and have 125 yards. That's the way that both those guys have been all season. Uh, I don't fear the, the Dolphins' defense at all. Um, so, yeah, I, I fully agree with you guys. It should be a hell of a game to watch. Um, I don't think I will be up for it, but uh, <laughs> it, 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 my intention would be to be somehow alive for that one because Bengals aren't playing this week, so I don't really need to watch anything else. I think I mentioned actually last week on the pod, I said the only way that the, the Eagles lose that game against the Gents is they maybe look ahead to this game. So maybe they looked ahead to this game and yeah. maybe they'll just, um, yeah, maybe. There we go. Uh, Tariq Hill, obviously, um, the head of the betting for Offensive Player of the Year. Uh, Monday Night Football presents another one. If he is fit to go, it's San Francisco 49ers travelling to Minnesota to face the Vikings. Six and a half point favourites are the 49ers, one to three on the money line. Five to two if you want to take the Vikings, uh, who have had a wretched start to the season despite playing well. Uh, you say one score game, Karma coming back to bite them. Over under here is 43 and a half. Adam. Vikings yeah, got a Vikings are the ch- uh, Yeah. They're the Chargers of the NFC, aren't they? They they look like they should be able to do stuff, and they lose games. It, they're 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 a very frustrating team to watch. Like even like to be fair, I think they would have lost this week if it wasn't for Justin Fields um, dislocating his thumb. I, I obviously I can't prove that, but even um, the backup for the Bears moved the ball all right after <laughs> after a fumble six with his first first snap in the NFL. Um, but yeah. <laughs> The Vikings obviously are a frustrating team. They they do they do everything right, but it just as you say, one score karma this year. They they won a lot of one score games last year, and those things do tend to even out, and that's that's happening this year. Um the 49ers depends all on the health of McCaffrey, Debo, um, Trent Williams, uh, the the various people who left the game last week. Obviously last week was a complete slog in poor weather against I I think I mentioned last week, probably the best defence in Definitely in the AFC, um, possibly in the league, and the the Browns proved that they can they can hold it with anyone, frankly. 
regardless of how terrible their offense is. So, yeah, the, for the 49ers, I, I think I, I do like them to cover the seven. Um, how many how many players in San Francisco would have to be out for you to be worried about the seven points? Say you've got McCaffrey, I mean, Williams, Debo, and the dogs in the other bed. Uh, Debo and yeah. uh, whoever whoever else. How many how many of those players or how depleted would the Forty Nine ers have to be for you to say oh, I'm I'm leaving San Francisco alone? I'm not not too fussed about Debo to be honest. Uh, Trent Williams not that bothered either because the Vikings don't have a great pass rush, but Christian McCaffrey is the best player in the league. He's like the the first. Well, the first quarter last week, he he looked fantastic. And then I don't know when he got his injury. I know obviously he went out and then came back and then went straight back out. Um, but yeah, the the first touchdown or the first drive, his forty odd yard run down the field and then his touchdown, he looked unstoppable. Um, so him being out would be a big, a big miss. And as I say, like the Vikings do tend to keep it close. If um if the referees played to the rules and didn't just suggest putting the helmet <laughs> back on, then um the Chiefs game obviously would have been a lot closer than eight points. <laughs> so um yeah, the Vikings do tend to keep. Gotta get me close. angry. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, I I my bet for this one is forty nine is minus six and a half. I'm rambling a bit, so um that's that's why I'm going. However, I do appreciate that the Vikings do tend to be. Quite uh, quite tight games. Yeah, the bet I went I went for in this one in San Francisco to score twenty seven or more points with ten to eleven with, with Scriber. Um, obviously, yeah, again, that's kind of Christian McCaffrey dependent, and um, but I just think I'd like, say you can just plug a lot of players into into that offense. Uh, Christian McCaffrey aside, and they'll just they're just a motor and they'll just keep churning out churning out points. So uh, that was kind of my bet. Not quite sure. Again, I'd probably if we had to give me. Gun to my head, I'll probably go overs in this one as well. Uh, Liam, your thoughts on the game? Yeah, I've gone the same as uh, Adam for best bet. San Francisco minus six and a half, which you can get definitely on Sky and 888 Sport as well. So I know the seven's out there somewhere, but yeah, make sure you get a six and a half because it feels like a backdoor cover, Kirk Cousins sort of game. Uh, and I think last season I would have picked the uh, Vikings because I picked Kirk like, every week. So I'm trying to learn from my, uh, my errors here. I think if this line was the same and Justin Jefferson was playing, I'd stay away and go on the overs. Um, but yeah, I just don't think they're going to be efficient enough in the red zone. And Carl Shanahan's having a great year calling plays. Uh, I'm not actually as worried about CMC for this game, to be honest. Uh, I'd be a bit more worried if Trent Williams doesn't play just because they have got a terrible backup <laughs> and starting offensive lineman next to him. So uh, I'd just be a bit worried that the Vikings would just blitz him to death uh, and, and Brock Purdy would make a few mistakes. But I think if Trent Williams plays, then... Six and a half is a good bet. I have found a fun one as well, which is normally eight to 11, but it's evens for some reason. Um, field goal miss by either team is evens. And I just can guarantee you the Vikings are going to miss field goal because they just do that stupid stuff in every single game. Like Adam said, they are the charges of the uh, of the NFC. So yeah, I quite like the uh, yes for uh, evens to miss a field goal and uh, cheer for that on Monday night. Lovely stuff. Right, before we get into Sunday, let's have a quick recap then of the Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night football. Thursday night football, I've gone for each team to score points in the first quarter, 9-4. to four. Adam's gone unders, 10-11, to 11, and Jags money line brackets if T-Law plays. 
for even Sunday night football overs for me and Adam. Philadelphia minus two and a half, but I think we're all on the kind of the same lines with that one. Monday night football over twenty seven point five points for San Francisco for yours truly, and again a lot of similar thinking in, in prime time this week, which is probably a bit of a scary thing. But yeah, minus six and a half there for the forty ers Okay, let's get into the handicaps for Sunday then. If you're watching on YouTube or wherever it is video enabled, they are scrolling along the bottom of the screen there. Adam, your best spread for week seven. Yeah, um, Atlanta Falcons on the road um, isn't great. Desmond Ritter was terrible last week. Admittedly, that probably means he'll have a decent week this week. Um, but I'm going for the Bucks minus two and a half at home hosting them. Uh, the Bucks have got a very, very good defense, um, which they've shown week in, week out. And if Baker can get it together on offense, then they should be able to beat the Falcons by three. Um, is it, Falcons are a frustrating team to watch. They Obviously, Bijan, they drafted him quite high and they just don't seem to involve him as much as they should. He's still getting mixed in and out with Algier. Uh, Ridder was shambolic last week in the second half. Um, the the three interceptions he threw were, were, well, they were worse than college stuff, frankly. It was his first home defeat in his entire career um, from NFL and college, but yeah, his road record hasn't been fantastic, and frankly, I, I don't really rate the books, but I think my desire for the Falcons to be something has disappeared as well now. Um, so Baker and Mike Evans, I think, should be able to do enough to to win by three, frankly. Uh, Liam? Yeah, so on the sheet, I put Browns minus two and a half, but now it's come out that Deshaun Watson's playing. Um, it's three and a half now. <laughs> it's two, oh, right. it's not... I thought you were going to say I'm going to go. Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's three, it's three and a half now. So in theory, I'll still leave it as two and a half. You can find three it anywhere, on, but... It's three on bet three, six, five, if you want it. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, don't like those field goal. Don't like those pushes, but um, <laughs> you did. Say yeah, that. I just think the defense is so good against uh, Gardner Minshew that they are just going to struggle um, offensively for the Colts. I think there's probably more chance that the Browns could potentially gain points on Colts drives than Colts do on Colts drives. Um, so yeah, oh, that's one fun match, mate, wouldn't it? <laughs> that would be a fun match, mate. Yeah, Sky Indianapolis, Indianapolis offense points versus Cleveland defense points. <laughs> um, handicap line. So, yeah, that'd be one. And then I did look. There's a couple others. So, uh, if you don't want that one, the Raiders versus the Bears. Raiders minus two and a half was one that I liked just because of who's playing quarterback for the Bears. Um, the Raiders of three and three. They could win this game and go to a winning record. And most of us think they're a pretty bad team, but they're clearly better than the Bears led by, uh, I can't even remember Imagine. his name. But, yeah. Like the, but yeah, it, the it's, guy... it's probably going to be Hoyer, Hoyer for the Raiders, though. Yeah, still though. Yeah, I try right. yeah, but you can I you try. can do whatever you want to the Chicago Bears defense, and like the, the Bears offense will give you point. It's similar to like the Indianapolis Colts and Cleveland. Like just do, just do a, a Las Vegas Raiders defense points versus you know, <laughs> offense for the Bears. Devon, yeah, Devonte Adams catches versus all of the Bears. Um, yeah. But yeah, I just think they'll win that. And then I don't normally like seven and a halfs, but Bills Patriots Bills minus seven and a half. I just think. They're going to win that by two touchdowns. Matt Jones or Cunningham or Zappi or the ghost of Tom Brady, whoever plays. Uh, I just think they're going to kill them by uh, two touchdowns. So, yeah, there's a couple of others that I like. Yeah, there's not a lot I like this week, but the Buffalo one was, I've got eight and a half on the ticker there underneath. But yeah, certainly Buffalo is the more I look at that, the more I think New England are just done, aren't they? They're cooked on defense. They kind of yeah. haven't, got, haven't even got the two main pivot guys, the pillar guys on, on defense to, to grind out any 
yeah, kind of low scoring, not necessarily victories, but close games. But um, yeah, I went for Green Bay minus one and a half, but I, I don't really like a lot of these, um, a, lot, a lot of these lines. But I just think Denver are absolutely crap. So um, despite I don't care if they're at home, Green Bay obviously. Did Green Bay have their bye last week or was it the week before? I can't quite remember, but um, I think it was last week their bye, wasn't it? So yeah, last week, I think. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm not. I've kind of called called a bit on Jordan Love as the, as the season's gone on. He's he's not impressed me very much as he's got seemed to have gotten worse week by week. But um, I think Denver are in absolute disarray, and I think this could be a one of those weird games that doesn't. Yeah, you know, obviously it's one and a half on the handicap, but I wouldn't be surprised to see Green Bay win by twenty or something. But um, <laughs> and just a capitulation of you know people. Yeah, when when you've got teams that are saying, oh yeah, we got we might have some people out go you know being traded away or you know being released or whatever. Prior to the trade deadline, on defense, and you know Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton. Jerry Judy, I don't know what world he's living in at the moment, but Cortland Sutton's always on the trade block apparently. And I just Javante Williams has barely done anything at running back, and Julian McLaughlin's obviously come in. But Denver, long story short, Denver are an absolute mess, uh, and I think Green Bay are a better team, and I think it should be maybe more of a pick'em. So. Um, Oh, sorry, not more of a pick. It should be a bit more more points towards Green Bay. So give me Green Bay minus one and a half um, uh, away to Denver. Okay, uh, total points. Uh, one thing I did notice on total points, again, they're, they're scrolling along at the bottom of the screen for those that are watching. There's a lot of um, total points starting with number three this week. Um, and I know it's historically, you know, the amount of unders that have been through, you know, six weeks of the season, you know, amount of under, I think it's like 60% unders or something stupid. Um, maybe even more than that. But there's a, a hell of a lot of third games starting with the three. Um, and I know that me and you, Adam, you managed to find 41 somewhere, but yeah, unders, unders, scream yeah. unders in the Indianapolis Cleveland game. Yeah, it's 41 on uh, Bet365 at the moment. Um, so I assume that line's gone up from earlier. Um, seems like there's been a lot of movement on everything today since you did the um, the tickets, to be honest. So um, obviously it's been a big money day for everyone. Uh, yeah, under 41 for Colts versus Browns. Um, the worry is, I guess, what we mentioned earlier is the uh, Browns scoring defensive points. Um, but we've seen that, well, I, last week the Browns defence played probably the best team in the league coming into that game. Admittedly, there was injuries, which obviously hurt them. But yeah, I, I oh, actually, yeah, of course, it'll be the Watson news, which is why it's yeah. brought up a point and a half. Yeah, which I don't particularly agree with. I don't think Watson's very good. So he's he's obviously probably better than um, PJ Walker. But <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I I think that it's going to be a defensive battle on one side of the ball. Um, I think there's probably going to be a team in that game that only scores ten points. Um, it could quite easily be both of them. Um, so yeah, I, I just think under forty one, I thought was um, far too good to take uh, to not take. And um, quite like the under in the Chiefs versus Chargers game, I think we need to get our head around the fact that the Chiefs are now a defensive team um, with the lack of talent on offense uh, really hurting them uh, although they brought back Hardman this week which at least gives um, Holmes a familiar target even if even if it's one who only gets three targets a game um, so yeah I, I quite like the under in that one although Chargers and Chiefs games could easily be 35 points each which is why I've avoided it from my bet um, but yeah um, best bet for me and you Tim is under 41 on Colesby Browns yep uh, Liam uh, my best bet is over for, well, it's 42 on one place, but you can get it 41 and a half as well for the push uh, for the Lions and the Ravens game. Um, yeah, two very, very good teams. Uh, two very, very good offences as well. Lamar's playing extremely well. If his receivers wouldn't drop 
as many passes as they did in two of the games, then uh, he'd probably have by far the best numbers in the league. Uh, I just can't believe the line is this. Uh, Ravens defense is playing really well, but they're not great in the red zone. That's kind of their only weakness. Oh, don't don't even don't even start talking to me about Baltimore Ravens in the red zone last week. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think this game is going to be fifty plus. I think that yeah, two of the best teams in football, two Super Bowl contenders. Um, so yeah, Slugging that was my over. Yeah, I think it'll be a high scoring game. Lamar's playing really well, and uh, Lions' offense is always always good. And Amon Ra should be. Healthier, Jameson Williams back for another week now uh, after scoring his touchdown last week. So, yeah, I think that'll be over. I didn't hate the over as well in the Falcons-Bucks. There was only really two lines I liked the whole week. And uh, I think that's 37.5 in places for that one. Um, And even with Ridder playing, Arthur Smith seems to somehow score 20-odd points in in most of the games they play. So, um, yeah, I do think Falcons-Bucks will probably go over 37. I was surprised it was that that line. I almost think, is there some weather that I don't know about for it to be? I've, I've, just, I've, just, I've just brought NFL weather up, and there's 22, well, obviously it's what be Thursday evening, but 22-mile-per-hour winds potentially at uh, Baltimore. So I don't know if that's got anything to do with that, but things can change. It's not. It's no rain or anything, so it's not going to be a rainish yeah. game. Um, doesn't seem to be any other uh, Patriots game, so maybe some, some stuff going off on in the northwest because uh, yeah. Eagles is 20 mile, 20 mile per hour projected wins. But like I say, we're Thursday, so yeah, keep an eye obviously, keep an eye on that. But, um, but yeah, so yeah, over Lions, Ravens, and I don't mind over Falcons, Bucks game as well. Um, yeah, again, obviously, with a lot of 30s, I, I think, I think similar to what we were saying, I think Chicago, Vegas could potentially mm, no. No, 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 let's, no. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not talking myself into the over there. I'm, not, I'm just. Not, I'm just not going to do it. I'm not going to. I'm not going to do it. Good decision. Yeah. No. Just. Just. Sometimes just shut up is the best way to to go about things. Um. Yeah. Once again, obviously, you know, as you know, if you've been tuning in over the last couple of weeks, uh, Thursday evening is not a great time to to get touchdown scores. It, well, they they kind of prop up around now, but so it's no good when you're doing your prep uh, Thursday afternoon. So, uh, Kenneth Walker would be my touchdown scorer. Um, it's, Seahawks have the easiest running back schedule this week, uh, obviously against Arizona. I think they'll score a lot of points. And Zach Charbonnet's got a bit of a niggle as well. I think he was out. He was not. He didn't practice on Wednesday. So Kenneth Walker uh, is a candidate for one, two, or two plus, or maybe even a hat trick or something. It's, it just feels like a block. Um, eight to eleven for Walker. Yeah, I'll take that. Um, also, Rasheed Rice. I know they've just signed Harmon, but Rasheed Rice five to two. He's. I know. Um, I know Liam loves a Kadarius Tony. He's not gone for that this week. Spoiler, spoiler alert. But uh, yeah, Kenneth Walker's kind of a nap. But um, and also the one thing I kind of thought about this this afternoon when I was looking. Obviously, we, you've got, we've got quite a lot of um, running back kind of injuries. And Adam, you'll probably um, talk about the Rams running backs not being the greatest surprises. But um, yeah, I feel I feel like with all the running back. Uh, kind of injuries this year it's been a bit difficult to to kind of get any value on those and even if you've gotten a bit of value they've not necessarily really come in uh you know guys like you know arizona cardinals or you know baltimore ravens with keaton mitchell maybe last week potentially or, or whatnot but yeah obviously we've got a prime example of the rams this week uh you know you've got so many you've got more running backs and then people do on their have their on their fantasy teams um but again none of them are really over was it over 12 to 5 adam Yeah, uh, yeah, that was just the prices I found about three six five. But yeah, Zach Evans was the biggest price, twelve to five. I think Royce Freeman was six to four, um, and Henderson was around that as well. It was um, pretty shambolic, frankly. It was um, obviously we've got Christmas to pay for, guy. Bookies, come on, just give us give us something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it used to be the easiest thing in the world to focus on um, picking backup running backs when you thought that people were going to be injured. But 
obviously it's become a more well-known sport over here now and the bookies have realized that hang on a minute people are betting on this thing and we need to be a bit tighter so yeah unfortunately we are a bit screwed on it um yeah i'll, I'll go on to my one for the week um i i I, Romeo Dobbs is the guy I've gone for for the Packers. Um, obviously playing, um, the Raiders wasn't it that we? No, it wasn't the Raiders. Sorry, um, Broncos wasn't it? Uh, yeah. And the Broncos defense is a team I want to be just going against every single week. It is uh, a steaming hot mess of uh, poop at the moment. Uh, <laughs> and Dobbs has had uh, eight targets in the red zone. He scored three touchdowns with them. They don't tend. They don't seem to use the the tight ends that much in the red zone. AJ Dillon can't get it done on the ground. Aaron Jones is probably injured again because he, he generally has been this season. So you're looking at Jaden Reed or Romeo Dobbs. Dobbs was 21 to 10, and uh, that was a decent enough price for me to go for him. Uh, Jaden Reed, I think, was 11 to 4 ish, so a little bit bigger. But yeah, I'm um, I'm going for Dobbs on that one. And I did have a fleeting mention of Trey McBride for the Cardinals, uh, 17 to 2, just because I thought that was a pretty big price, and he seems to be. Uh, doing doing better in that offense than Zach Ertz does. Although having checked, they did have the same amount of targets last week. Um, so, um, I, it's it it seemed like McBride was doing more, but it seems like they're fairly well split. Sorry. Yeah, you basically slipped Dobbs in there because I when I was doing uh, the, the graphics, he only had Trey McBride in there, so I'm not kind of not sure when he slipped that one in. So the <laughs> graphics the graphics can be wrong, but never mind. We'll let him move swiftly on to Liam. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I decided to go away from my guy, Kadarius Tony, because he seems to score the week where I don't pick him. Uh, so, yeah, I have love for him. I won't pick him this week. Uh, I've gone for Sam Laporta from the Lions. Obviously, I've mentioned I think that'll be a high-scoring game. Two really good offences. Ravens probably going to be healthier on defence, but they still have some knocks. So, we'll see if people end up finishing the game or, or, or not. Um, Sam Laporta's playing really, really well. Obviously, kind of all-time level tight end numbers for this number of weeks into his career. I loved him in the draft. Um, and uh, yeah, Jared Goff loves big targets in the, the red zone. Uh, I didn't mind Josh Reynolds either. I just decided to go with Sam Laporta. But yeah, for this game, I didn't mind Josh Reynolds at similar odds as well. But I think Sam Laporta's playing really well and he's back fully healthy in practice this week. So yeah, he, I picked him to score against the Ravens. Yeah, I've not got anything up. And well, I'm on Sky Bet at the moment. They haven't got anything receiving yard wise for Laporta yet. Gus Edwards under 44 and a half rushing yards, I thought was. Um... Go the under there. That seems a bit high for him, but anyway. Yeah, they're like bottom three in the league for rushing success rate on first yeah. down. If it's not the Jackson. Yeah, well, there's also more the the Detroit Lions rush defense is pretty decent as well. And Gus Edwards doesn't. It's not as if he has ninety percent of the snaps, is it? So Justice Hill generally in there, and like I say, Lamar runs as well. So uh, that one just I was just going to random some receiving yards and rushing yards, and that kind of stood out. So yeah, under that one. Um, there we go. I think that's it, fellas. Isn't it? Any anything else for anyone wants to bring up? Uh, Travis Kelsey to score a brace with uh, Taylor Swift watching against the team he always scores touchdowns against. Seven to two is something I've already bet. Um, <laughs> so yeah, he always scores against the Chargers. So, but they know that because there's anytime odds are awful now. They're eight to eleven. So I've uh, a uh, brace. Could have be, been worse. Yeah, brace. It's, yeah, it's not the yeah, worst. He, on the was, day, he but... was the same last week. Yeah, he was that yeah. price last week as well. 72 yeah. for uh, the brace. I, uh, Sky, like. Skybet, Skybet rolling out all their Taylor Swift popular request to bets again, as usual. That's going to be a common feature for them, isn't it, every year? It is. Oh, Jesus. Here, here's, here's a fun one, was it? 15, 15 to 2, 1989. Elston Eckler, 19 plus receiving yards and 89 plus rushing yards. 15 to 2. 
Don't not mind against, that. Not against the defensive kings of the league. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, you got shake it off. Chargers to be leading at halftime. Chiefs to win 13 to 2. Travis Kelsey, yes, by the way, the man, 100, yeah. 100 receiving yards and touchdowns, right. 72. Patience. I was getting to that. I was getting there. Oh, I was getting there. I was getting uh, there. <laughs> is he even money to not score again? Yeah. I'm not quite not sure this I, one. Why are they calling it 15? But why is, why is it 15? Patrick Mahomes, 13. But 300, 300 plus passing yards and three TTs. Why is that 15? What's that got to do what, with 15? What number does Patrick Mahomes wear on his jersey, Tim? Oh, for fuck's sake. Get out of yeah, that yeah. shit. That's there bonkers. you go. 15. Jesus Christ! Yeah, I think I'll, I'll watch that. I'll watch that game. I'll place all those bets and I'll listen to Sweet Caroline, and that'll be my <laughs> my dream evening on uh, on Sunday. I'm surprised they haven't got like a, um, a prop on camera pans to camera pans to Taylor yeah. Swift or Taylor Swift TV appearances or something. Let me just check. I bet the over and I'd enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, I'd bet Dra- the over. Draftkings, well. Draftkings, and Fangio will have it. I think that's right. a little bit too. Um, too ridiculous for for British bookies to be honest. That's too Super Bowl proppy. That yeah, that's a, yeah. That's what that is. That's party party oh, time. Footy, footy accumulators will probably back it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. Yes. Yeah. There we go. Right, let's get out of here. Thirty six minutes in, and we're talking about Taylor Swift. So we don't need to do that. And do, I don't know, is anyone 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 gone to see that concert? The concert in the cinema. Uh, well, we've got tickets for the actual one, so we're not spoiling it by going to the to the cinema. We're waiting to. Should I meet Travis Kelsey next year in Dublin whilst wearing his jersey? That's the plan. So, got it all worked out. Lucky boy, lucky boy. There we go. Right, let's get out of here. Good luck with all your bets. Thanks for joining us, everyone. If you want to obviously get catch us on social media at Full Ten Yards for us at Touchdown Tips for Adam and at underscore Liam Horsley for Mister Taylor, Mrs. Mister Kelsey Swift fan. I don't know what we're going to call you. You have to change your handle now to to Kelsey Swift at Kelsey Swift or something. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, good luck with all your bets. Please gamble responsibly, and uh, we will see you next week uh, for week eight.